0: You're on
1: City Radio. You're on City Radio. You're on You've been listening to You're on You're on City Radio. You're on City Radio. You've been listening to Here on City Radio's Midnight Hour. Greetings, land lovers, and welcome back to the Midnight Hour here on Huron City Radio, broadcasting from the largest body of freshwater anywhere on the planet. I'm Tom Babajanski, calling out to the world from my little gray ship, hoping that someone's listening. And isn't... You know, isn't that really what all of us are doing? Speaking out into the empty space that is outside of us, hoping that someone somewhere is receiving all that we're trying to say? Hey, you, yes, you, I'm talking to you. You in your cars, on your phones, hiding on your laptops, your consoles, you know, the, the plugged-in people, the stolen generation. The people who can't stand a minute alone with their own thoughts, so, so you have to be constantly reading or listening to other people. You, you know who I mean. Uh, don't pretend it's not you flooding your life with content. Content, content. Only it's someone else's content. You poor, poor people. Ugh. Anywho. Uh, now it's time for a word from tonight's sponsor.
2: Want a different education for your children? Want somewhere where nearly a quarter of the teachers could possibly be certified to teach the subject they're actually teaching? Wish more public money ended up in private hands? Then look no further. Lighthouse Charter Schools has all this and more. Simply come along and see for yourself, where one of our staff will happily show you around in the manner of a used car salesman. Lighthouse, where your child's education is our second home in Malibu.
1: Hmm, well, it says here that the next ten parents who enroll their kids get automatically Shanghai to be part of the PTA, and they'll have an opportunity to raffle one of their kidneys to find a new sauna to be built out of the administration's office suite. So, uh, so there you go. Anyway, tonight's show is jam-packed like a jar of jelly, so join me as I fill your ears and your heart with all the goodness that the Greywater area has to offer. Uh, hang on, just bear with me, listeners. I'm going to have to go to the small room under this one. There's a noise down there, sort of like, I don't know, what is it, water? (sighs) Sorry about that. It appears to be a, I don't know, tiny hole somewhere near the bottom of the ship. I wedged a sock in it. I'm sure it'll be fine. So anyway, our phone-in tonight is bucket lists. You know, that thing that became fashionable a few years ago where everyone writes lists of things they want to do before they die, hastening in waves of despair and regret at all they haven't achieved in their squalid, empty lives, or how unlikely it is that they'll actually cross many things off that list. I oh, would like to hear from you, dear listeners, and hear what's on your bucket list. And I'm not talking about the things you want from the hardware store. <laughs> see that? That one? I, I just chucked that in off the cuff. Uh, you can't buy that experience in the business anymore. No, not these days. Uh, see, it's all micromanaged, all committee scripted, all. What's that, Eric? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> As I was saying, whether your bucket list has a million and one things on it or just a couple of things to tick off, call now and Eric, my wonderful producer on the mainland, he'll only be too happy to take your call and put you through. So please call now if you dream of uh, swimming with dolphins, writing that novel, or maybe ram raiding a casino. I don't know, you can share your bucket list with all the listeners here in the Greywater area and beyond. Same number as always, 333 33. Later on, we have all of our regular slots. One of my top tips, the uh, weather from the bottom of the lake, what's on in Huron City and beyond. And tonight's drama is Journey Home. But first up as usual, music. More sounds from the Greywater areas. You know, quite frankly, limited array of stars. And as we dig deeper into that barrel, let's hope tonight's musical guest isn't something slimy and odorous that we've had to scrape off the bottom. Oh, in fact, it's not. Here she is. It's Allie Evenson.
3: you I just want...
1: That was actually reasonable, really pretty, pretty reasonable. Yeah. Hmm. Bite My Tongue was the name of that song. You know, I've bitten my tongue before too. Didn't feel I needed to write a song about it though. Maybe I should try penning a tune like that. Now let's see. Bang banged my shin, hurt quite a bit. da 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 da-da-da-da. Yeah, see, this stuff's easy. And we'll be hearing a second song from them later and an exclusive music interview too with yours truly, Tom Bobajomsky here on Huron here City Radio's one and only Midnight Hour, broadcasting from the Kitten's Taint. All right, bucket, bucket, bucket list. That's right, what's on your list? That's what our listeners are apparently desperate to hear about. I don't know, maybe you wanted to get drunk, then arrested in every state. Or maybe have a tattoo of a sturgeon on your backside. Perhaps you've always desired to play the harmonica. Or learn to speak Mandarin in preparation for our inevitable future. Or maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe you've always wanted to ride naked on the lawnmower through your neighbor's fences. They will not shut the fuck up about their stupid children's amazing school grades. Or how little Jimmy's the star quarterback again. Yeah, there's nothing much left on my bucket list as I've led a full and adventurous life and have spent year after year crossing off all the items on mine. But not everyone's been as lucky as me, so let's hear about your pie-in-the-sky dreams, the things you'd love to do but never will while you pour out all your bitterness at what everyone else seems to be doing with their lives as you scroll through social media hour after hour, day after day, month after month, yeah, 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 you get the picture. Okay, and Eric tells me we're ready for our first caller, but but before we do, let me go back and check and make sure that sock is still in place. You know, this isn't ideal, I tell you that for nothing. Oh, boy, I had to use the other sock. My feet are a little damp and chilly now. Uh, so who do we have calling in on line number... Let's see, line... Uh, what do we got here? Oh, line number one, that's right. Hello, caller, you're through to Tom Bobajomski on the Midnight Hour. Hello, Mr.
4: Bobajomsky, sir. How are you this fine evening?
1: I'm very well, uh, madam, but uh, please, it's Tom. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, Tom, you're such a cheeky boy.
1: Uh, okay, well, who do we have here? Oh, it's
4: Gladys. It's Gladys from the mainland.
1: Yes, I know most people who call are from the mainland.
4: Hey, do you want my address? Uh, just in case you'd like to
1: visit. Gladys, bucket lists, what's on yours? What would you like to share with the world?
4: Oh, well, I only have a few things on my list here. I am rather
1: old, you see. See, age is just a number. So uh, let's have what's on that list, shall we? I'm sure the listeners are interested to hear. Okay, yeah, okay.
4: Um, uh, Okay, my list. Well, first I would like to have a new pair of shoes. Shoes? Yeah, I haven't had a new pair of shoes in such a long
1: time. Okay, so uh, you think you may be able to cross that one off, like, sometime soon?
4: Oh, yes. Yes, Tomorrow. Tomorrow I'm going into town, and uh, I'll have to stop at a store that sells shoes, and I'll buy myself a nice pair.
1: I see. Uh, So, uh, what's the other item on the list? Milk. Milk. Yeah, milk. Just milk.
4: No, not just milk. (laughs) Whole milk. Oh, whole milk. Wonderful. And some potatoes. I'm, uh,
1: oh, I'm out of matches
4: as well, dear. Oh, no. But, uh, but but that should just about do me, hon.
1: So that's your bucket list?
4: Yeah. Uh, kind of sounds like a
1: shopping list.
4: Oh, you know, I might get some corned beef, too. Thanks for reminding
1: me. Uh, All right, thank you, Gladys. So, uh, just so you know, it's really a bucket list we're looking for okay so who do we have next on the midnight hour phone in? you're through to tom babajowski uh, hi tom my name's rufus and i'm glad to be on the show well welcome rufus uh, what have you got for the listeners on your list that hopefully is is not a shopping list
5: uh well time for my list i'm uh, interested in crossing off a woman from each state
1: crossing off Oh, uh, i'm sorry what did you say
5: and one in each country if i ever get the chance and i plan to uh, what now? I mean, here in the United States, I have most of the Midwest taken care of, plus California and Massachusetts. I've even picked off Canada.
1: Okay, I'm not sure I'm quite following you, Rufus.
5: Uh, what bit aren't you following, Tom?
1: Well, well all of it, to be honest. You're on here to talk about your bucket list, and, and you've just said something about women in each state? Oh, bucket list. That's right, bucket list. Oh.
5: Oh, I see
1: now. See, I'm sorry, see what now?
5: I see where the confusion is. Okay, you do? (laughs) I thought it was my fuck it list that you wanted to hear
1: about. What?
5: Yeah, I wanted to have one woman from each state.
1: uh, Eric, Eric, you remember? You've got to check them like before. Jeez. Anyway, uh, next caller on, yeah, it's our only line, line one.
2: Hello, Tom. This is Claudia.
1: You mean like the weather? I'm sorry? Uh, uh, Cloudier. L- you got a sister called Sunnier?
2: <laughs> I'm afraid you've lost me there, Tom.
1: Uh, it doesn't matter. A lot of my humor just sails on by. Y- you're not alone. Don't think it's only you.
2: I'll take your word for it.
1: After all those fun and games, what have you got for us on your bucket list well, Tom, and after the b s of the other two, you uh, know you really just count as our first caller if
2: tonight. you say so
1: okay, bucket, bucket, bucket list. what do you got for us cloudier?
2: the first thing I'd like to cross off my list, Tom is world hunger
1: world hunger that that's on your bucket list
2: yes, it is
1: you you want the world to be hungry, is that it?
2: No, Tom. The opposite. Oh, I
1: I see. I I thought that's what you must mean, then. Okay.
2: Well, I think it's an admirable goal to work towards. Yeah, I guess. You guess?
1: I mean, it's not really a proper item to have on a bucket list. What else you got on there?
2: I'd also like to address the folly of global capitalism.
1: Oh, of course you would. Visiting Niagara Falls or running a marathon dressed as Princess Leia, that's not good enough for you, huh?
2: I think capitalism is the root of so many of the world's problems.
1: Uh, do you have a smartphone, Claudia?
2: Um, yes, of course I do.
1: And a car? Do you have a car?
2: Look, I don't see... So you have a
1: car or not?
2: Yes, I do. Um, two, actually.
1: Okay, so a smartphone and two cars. I'd say you're a big supporter of global capitalism.
2: Look, it's very hard to be in this modern
1: world without all- No, 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 it's not. You can live in a shed or dig a hole. You can eat roadkill. I think you're missing- That's if you're really interested in boycotting capitalism.
2: Now that's not
1: fair. What else is on that fairy tale list of yours?
2: Along with capitalism is the matter of income inequality.
1: Okay, here we go.
2: It's important trying to level out the wealth in the world.
1: Well, I, I could help you with that.
2: Um, you. You can. Yeah, sure. Uh, how much do you earn? I'm not sure that has anything to do with. What are you,
1: 70? With- k <gasps> Do you earn six figures plus?
2: Um, uh, well, um.
1: Oh, you do, don't you?
2: I, um,
1: uh. uh okay, come on, tell the truth. I- I'm sure with all those noble aims of yours, you're not telling lies.
2: Okay, yes. I do earn six figures. Plus.
1: Ah, well, here on the Midnight Hour, I'd be glad to help you with your bucket list, Claudia. To start with, the redistribution of wealth. Simply stay on the line... Uh, Talk with Eric, my producer on the mainland, and he'll be happy to take down your financial details and then transfer all that's needed so that my and your income come out equal. How about that?
2: Now you hang on a minute. Uh,
1: Goodbye, Claudia. (laughs) All right. Well, listeners, I'm glad to say that I, Tom Bobajomski, would be happy to help any of you fulfill your bucket list if I can. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, that is not a good sound. shit, 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 shit. Uh, there, there seems to be some water seeping into this room now. Geez, I can't even get into the room below. Oh, uh, sorry, what's that? Uh, more calls? All right, okay, on with the show. Uh, who's next here on Huron here City Radio's line number... Uh, no, line one. Mr.
6: Bobajobski? Hey,
1: you bet your ass I am.
6: This is Archie, Archie Fruber of the Huron City Bugler.
1: Archie Fruber? the hell kind of name is that? Is it true, Mr. Babajobski? Is what true? What, what are you talking about? The rumors. What rumors? I've got a nose for a story, and I won't give up on the scent. Have you got a bucket list for me or not? Now, if my sources are correct... Sauces? Like like tomato sauce? What, you got a list of sauces? The truth will come out. I'm a determined reporter, Mr. Babajobski, and the people want to know. Look, I think you could be barking up the wrong tree here. If you'd like, we could arrange to meet
5: for a strictly off-the-record meeting, (laughs) if you know what I mean.
1: No, I I don't have a bastard clue what you mean. Now let me leave you my private number. How about you leave me your bucket list? You have a pen and paper handy? Oh, Jesus Christ, what the hell was all that about? Archie Fruber? That sounds like a made-up name. Come on, Eric, get me someone else quickly on line number, uh... Oh, you guessed correct, line number one.
2: Tom Jobsky.
1: Of course it's Tom Jobsky. Is you're through to the midnight hour with me, Tom baba fucking Jobsky? Who the hell are you?
2: This is Ashley. Ashley Fitzpatrick.
1: I don't suppose you have a bucket list by any chance, do you?
2: You need to listen to me.
1: Nope, didn't think so. Events
2: are coming that will change everything, forever. What? I'm here to warn you, to make you aware of things that you do not notice.
1: Oh, are you now?
2: And I know this is a lot to take in right now.
1: Look, I'm not really taking anything you're saying in, Ashley, if truth be told.
2: But you have to prevent it from happening.
1: Could you be just a little bit more specific with your paranoid nonsense?
2: It's about your ship.
1: Uh, What about my ship?
2: It's instrumental to the future.
1: Well, it is my future.
2: Us humans never see the bigger picture. Never.
1: You got anything helpful to add? And
2: when we do get a glimpse, most of us ignore it because we are unaware of the things that control us.
1: Well, I do like to be in control, so... <laughs> there we have it. The night of a thousand mishaps. Eric, what is going on? Oh, tech issues? A dodgy transformer? Again and again? <sighs> Oh, another call. Go on, then. Why the hell not? Who's this on line, uh, line one? Messing up my
0: show, no doubt. Hey, how you doing? Come on up. Take a seat. A seat? I'm sitting already. It's good to see you again. Look, I've never met you. I'm glad you could make it. Who is this? It's me, Walter. Walter? I don't know any Walter. You know, back when I was young... Many people didn't seem to pay much attention to me. What are you going on about? Especially at this time of year. That is, whatever time of year this particular story is set in. Have you got a bucket list or not? Shh, please. This isn't a dialogue. Just just sit quiet and listen. I'm talking, not you. Hey, this is my show and I get to talk all the fuck I want to. I remember I must have been about 10 when I first heard the F word. Though the fact i just dropped it during a fifth grade math lesson was probably more relevant than where I'd actually first heard it. Eric? Eric, what's going on? This is madness. And so you see, it was on a morning such as that one when the tardy sun hauled itself upward. All right, enough. I know you're a little rusty,
1: Eric, but seriously?
6: Hello? Are you there? Have we done it? Are we through?
1: Hey, I'm not even ready for another call. What are you doing now?
2: Has it worked? Yepers, yeah, I think we got through, Captain Cal. Go, Peaches. go, go! Eric, who are these people? Tom. Tom Babajowski?
1: Well, at least you know who I am.
2: I'm your, uh, relation. From
1: the future... Hey, I've had enough crap for one night already. No, seriously. Lulu Peaches made it work.
7: Aw, it was nothing.
2: Tom B. still doesn't think it was a good idea.
1: Is anyone listening to me? You know, harassing and tormenting a beloved radio presenter is not a good idea. Maybe you should listen to that guy with the funny voice.
2: We're here to warn you about your little gray
1: ship and its connection to the gray hole. What about my little gray ship? The last woman went on about that, too. You can't let it survive. Trust me.
2: You'll save the universe a frenting lot of problems, I can tell you that for nothing.
1: Alright, you've had your fun. I'm losing
2: the connection, Captain. He sounds like a bit of an idiot, to be honest. Hey, enough of
1: that. I did tell you not to bother.
2: Hello? Hello, can you hear us? Tom!
7: Tom Babajopsky!
1: I am so sorry about this, listeners. Appears to have been some crossed wires and technical difficulties, Eric's end He is still rusty, like I said, with a side order of incompetence thrown in. Bucket lists, remember? That's tonight's phone-in, and I am now assured, but not counting chickens, that we do have someone calling in who's actually on topic. Not like all the nutters who have called and clearly do not belong on my show. Hello, you are through to the midnight hour with me, Tom Babajomsky, on Huron City Radio. Uh, Hello, am I through to Tom? Yes, yes you are. Oh yes, finally. Oh, it's great to talk to you at last, Tom. Uh, okay, and to talk to you too. And you are? Uh, It's Paul. Well, hello, Paul. So please, please, pretty, pretty, please, please, please say you have, please say you have a bucket List? Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that, that's why I'm calling. Oh, praise be! Yeah, see, I, I made a list several years ago when they became all the... Uh, all the rage, yes. Yeah, and, and I ticked off some of them already, like uh, going to the Kentucky Derby and playing golf at St. Andrews in Scotland. Yes, this is what I'm talking about, a proper fucking bucket list. Uh, please tell me you've got more left on it, though. Yes, well, you see, what I've always wanted to do is... Dive down to the Titanic? No, I've, uh, Hand-feed a panda? No, see, I, I'd like to... Pierce your nipples? Sail the eight seas? I'd like to host my own radio show. I'm sorry, do what now? I'd really like to host a radio show, you know, like, like the Midnight Hour. Uh, you would, would you? Like to, uh, like to to host something. Yeah, like I said, it, it's on my bucket list. Yeah, I'm sure there's other things... You see, I've been told I have a good voice for radio. <laughs> Really? Who? I think they must have been pulling your leg, if I'm being honest. Well, it seems like it's a lot of fun. Having your own show, introducing all the segments, and chatting with all those interesting people on the phone. Interesting? I'm sorry, have you ever heard any of the pod life who call into my show? Letting people know what's happening in the area. Paul, seriously, there's nothing happening. Getting to broadcast out into the world. You think anyone's really listening to this? Is there any way someone like me could... You know, get, get to try out your show? Now, wait a minute. Yeah, get me out there. You could take a break. And I'd happily step in for you. Why would I need... Maybe learn a thing or two from you? Hey, this is my show. You got that? Oh, I know, but... Do you have any idea what I've been through to keep this show alive? Well, you did say. Look, this show is all I have. Yeah, it's just that, I, I mean, earlier, you did say that you, Tom Babajopski, would be happy to help anyone fulfill their bucket list. So I, I just thought, well, what's the harm in asking, right? Oh, I'm sorry. What's that, Eric? Oh, he hung up all of a sudden. Well, boo, fucking who, man? What? What sort of voice was that? Now I, I'm I'm done, huh? Oh no, Eric! Not not one more. Oh, fuck. Well, put very well. Put him through. Hello, thank you for calling
6: back. I'm on pizza. May I take your order?
1: Oh, Raymond, thank Raymond, thank God it's you.
6: Uh, sorry, sir. This is Dave. How can I help you this evening, Dave? But, this week's special gets you a stuffed crust filled with the arachnid of your choice. Well, where's Raymond? Uh, there is no Raymond here.
1: So that's not the Huron City branch of Backgammon and Pizzas? Yes,
6: sir. We are downtown, right next to Maddie's Matted Mattresses.
1: So Raymond's just not working tonight?
6: Uh, I'm sorry, sir. We don't have a Raymond who works here.
1: Wait, you don't? Well, has, has he recently quit?
6: I don't seem to remember. But you must... I, I mean... Surely he's just not working I'm, I'm sorry, sir. There's there's no one by that name who works here.
1: Look, let me speak to your manager.
6: I am the manager. I've, I've been here for nearly three years, and I can tell you there has never been a Raymond here. Really? Now, are, are you looking to place an order? Oh, there must be some mistake. It's a busy night, sir. Now, if you'd like something...
1: No, you're... you're good. Sorry. No problem. You have a good night. Yes, you, you have a good night, uh, also, Dave. Dave. Hmm. So I, I guess no, no Raymond, huh? Oh, man, this show. Oh, so, uh, hmm. must be time for, uh, time for
3: Tim's Top Tim. Bum, bum, bum.
1: Tim? God, who the hell... You know, it it really doesn't even matter anymore. Ah, geez, there's water all around my feet now. Anyway, I have here a letter from an Alice Lofenbro of Anchor Falls State Penitentiary, and she asks, Dear Tom, I wonder if you can help me. I have been having these awful stomach cramps as well as feeling very alone these last few months. The only person who I had to talk to... Has not come to visit since the last time I had him round for a meal, and now they've stopped sending anyone altogether. Yours solitarily, Alice. Well, Alice, I have to say that stomach cramps and loneliness are par for the course out here on the little grey ship, so And my advice is, play a little panpipes, make sure you have odd socks, and then when Venus is happily playing opposite Neptune in the 13th house, sing any melody from Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young's live album, Four Way Street, while doing the hokey pokey, and Bob's your uncle, those stomach cramps should turn into pain-relieving flatulence within just a few hours. As for the loneliness, I find that speaking into a microphone for hours on end while imagining people listening has a wonderful placebo effect. (sighs) Now it's time for tonight's drama, Journey Home, while I find a bucket or two and some towels to take care of all this water. Now, what was it my mother used to say about water and electricity?
2: Todd, what's wrong with it?
6: I don't know. It doesn't make sense.
2: Has it run out of gas?
6: You saw me put in gas on the way to your parents. <sighs> Nothing. Nah, it's dead. I don't. I don't understand.
2: What's What's happened to it? It's not due for service for like five months.
6: I'll take a look under the hood. Uh, grab me that flashlight in the glove compartment
2: you don't really know what you're looking at
6: though i know a little found it
2: i know where it is
6: Uh, i forgot you had so much stuff in there maps first aid kits swiss army knife
2: well one of us has to be organized here be quick i don't like it here
6: I can't see anything obvious. Let me call Will. If he can't fix it, at least he can get us home. Hurry up, Todd. We'll be fine.
2: Just... just get back in the car.
6: God damn it!
2: What? What is it?
6: I have no signal. God, we gotta be in a dead zone. It's all these trees, and we're in a low spot.
2: I don't know why you came this way. This is a horrible place to break down.
6: I came this way because it is actually the shorter route home. We always go the other way. Does your phone have signal? And now we're
2: here. What? Oh wait. No. Nothing.
6: (sighs) God damn it.
2: It was not a good idea to come this way.
6: I'm sure another car will come by soon.
2: No one comes this way. Have you seen any traffic since you turned off? Well,
6: no, but...
2: But because it's a road no one takes. It's just a little bit of woods. No, it's not just a bit of woods. There's a reason no one comes this way.
6: I know. I know. You find it a spooky place. You told me all about your grandma's stories.
2: They're not just stories. No one I know ever comes this way,
6: but... You... Because it's the quickest way home. And tonight... Tonight, I just wanted to get home as fast as I could and be in my house with my things and my wife and my dog and just a little bit of peace of mind. I'm sorry. I didn't think they'd be like
2: that today. Dad said that Mom had been in a good place Well, he
6: was wrong. There she was. Bringing up her favorite subject when I'm around. Oh, Matthew was such a nice man. You two were so happy, Jody, until he came along. We've been married six years for God's sake. I know. I said I was
2: sorry. She just...
6: She just doesn't like me. She blames me for Matthew never coming to see him. like, Like I scared him off?
2: No, he... he went away before they knew you were even
6: here... They say it's my fault that he hasn't contacted them since he left. I mean, you know what, I I should just let him know that if I had the chance not to contact them, I wouldn't either. Todd. Where did he go, anyway?
2: Um, Montana? I think somewhere out that way. I don't know. Look, my parents, they're... They're just old, Todd. Just didn't like the idea of
6: their daughter being divorced. It's not like he ever showed up to actually fill out any paperwork. The guy just disappeared. It it was their perfect Matthew that caused him all the hassle. Why don't they blame him? They're old-fashioned. You know, I don't think she really cares about you either. Treating you like that? I, I told you we shouldn't go out there. What's the point?
2: I guess I
6: hoped that it would be different. Why would it be different? They knew what they were doing when they invited us. God, they always try and make us feel bad. Just... Just leave it, Todd. I am more than happy to. More than happy to leave it.
2: What What are you doing?
6: Where's the map? The map? Yeah, I'm not going to sit around here waiting. We can't be far from somewhere.
2: You can't. You can't just go off, not here.
6: Why not? You're the one who spooked, not me.
2: Just just don't.
6: I have a flashlight. It's not like we've driven a hundred miles off the main road. Hey!
2: Wait. Maybe a signal will come soon. Then we can call for help.
6: You really are scared.
2: It's just the stories we were told growing up. No one came to these woods. They were just a place where things stopped... stopped being.
6: What the hell are you talking about?
2: My grandmother. And others. Not just her. They said... They said... That this was the place where things went missing, where they vanished without a trace.
6: Things? What things? People.
2: Like that kind of things.
6: Look, I met your grandmother before she died. I wouldn't take anything she said for-
2: No! I said it wasn't just her. They said it's probably been like this for centuries, maybe longer. It was a place that took things. People.
6: You are making zero sense?
2: Like this is some kind of gateway to another place. A a place where people don't come back.
6: This is ridiculous. Alright, I know you're scared, which... Which is why we should get out of here as soon as we can. Alright, let's get to the road.
2: I'm serious.
6: Then all the more reason for us to get going. Well you want to stay here?
2: Well, no, but... What the hell?! It's a branch! I can see it's a branch. That's all. What do you mean, that's all? I, I guess... I don't know,
6: the trees are
2: old? But, Todd, look. We're not under any trees. And there's hardly any wind. Just get back in the car.
6: Alright, alright, alright. Well, uh... It must be... It's gotta be,
2: uh... I, I told you this was not a good place to stop.
6: I didn't stop here on purpose. The car broke down.
2: I don't like it. I...
6: It's only a branch.
2: But how did it get here, huh? You tell me that.
6: Uh, The window was cracked. It's not too bad. It'll be fine to drive.
2: But how did it hit the car?
6: There is probably a very dull reason.
2: It's these woods. There's something here. Something's warning us, or or out to get us.
6: Now you're being ridiculous. But someone threw a branch from 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 up high, and just a big ape on top of a tree throwing branches.
2: I didn't mean a person. I I meant. You I meant mean, what? You mean what? Something. Something we can't see. It, it sees us, but
6: like a ghost. Ghosts don't climb trees.
2: I don't know. How do you explain
6: it? I can't explain it. Not right now. And and also, right now, I am in great need of a piss. What? I'm bursting to go pee-pee. All that tea and coffee your mother forced on us.
2: You... You can't go out there and pee. Why not? Because, that's why. There must be a bottle in here, something you can use. Uh...
6: Are you serious?
2: You can't just go out there. You said yourself you don't know where the branch came from.
6: Look, there aren't any ghost monkeys in the trees waiting to throw more branches at me. It was just a freak accident type thing. Here, this will do. That's not big enough to hold it all. Try, please? Trust me, I know how full my own bladder is. Please. It will overflow onto the seat and onto the floor And I am not pissing all over my own car. No! Let go! You can leave the door open and watch me. I'll be fine. Uh... I, uh... Warn me if any more branches are coming my way.
2: That's not funny. Be quick!
6: That's what I say to the dog.
2: You don't need to go behind that tree. It's only me, you idiot. Hey, Todd. What What are you doing?
6: There's there's a path over here. Uh, it's 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 pretty well traveled, too. No. Don't you dare. I just want to see if it leads to the road. Todd. Todd come back.
2: Map. 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 Where are we? Oh no. Todd, come back. That way is just deeper into the woods. The main road is the other way.
6: Hey, hey, who's there? Hey, I've i got a gun. You don't have a gun? Todd? Todd?
2: What is going on? Todd? Shit. Todd, where are you? Todd? Is that you? Get in the car! Get in the car! Get in the car! What is going
6: on? What is going on? No! Just get in the
2: car! Lock him! What the hell is going on? I... I
6: don't... I don't know. There was, uh... There was... there was... there was someone there. You saw someone? I didn't see anyone. But what happened? It... it it touched me. What what did? I don't know! Listen to what I said! Alright. Calm down. You're the one who was spooked. You're the one who told me that there was something out there. I didn't see anyone. Okay, okay, I hear you. These things touched me. I just couldn't see anything. You were in the woods. Maybe
2: it was branches.
6: No, no, branches are not soft. They do not wrap around and they certainly don't whisper. Whisper? Yes,
8: whisper.
2: Okay, so, so what did it say?
8: What did it say?
6: It said, is this another one for us?
2: What? What does that even mean?
6: You tell me, Jody.
2: Tell you what?
6: Do you know what else they whispered? They whispered your name. What? Jody, Jody. This isn't funny, Todd. Do I look like I'm telling a joke? Jody, Jody. Stop it. Is this another one for us?
2: You've lost it.
6: Jody, is this another one for us?
2: I told you it was a bad place. One minute in those woods and you're hallucinating. I am
6: not hallucinating. You want to know what else they said? Hey.
2: Todd, we just had a branch fall on our car.
6: They said, is this one just like Matthew? These
2: woods are straight.
8: Yeah. You heard right. You should look like that.
2: I... I don't know why... why.
6: What's going on, Jody?
2: I don't know. I...
6: I think you have something to tell me about, Matthew.
2: Let's just... let's get out of here first.
6: There's something in those woods, isn't there? You know more about this place than you're letting on.
2: Whatever you're thinking, it's not true- Not
6: true? That your parents haven't heard from your ex since I came along? And now the woods ask me if I'm another one? Do you realize what you're sounding like? No, do tell me.
2: You sound like you've lost your mind. We need to get out of here, Todd. We need to get out of here very quickly.
6: What's going to happen? Are the woods going to take me? Is that why we're here?
2: You are the one that drove us here. I didn't bring us here.
6: Okay. Okay, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry.
2: Todd, it's... It's just this place. It's a bad place. Where are you going?
6: I can't just wait. I'm going to find somewhere I can get a damn signal. No! Hey, give me my phone back! No! Give it back... You're going to force it off me? Really? It's my phone. Give it here.
2: Not until you calm down and agree not to run off.
6: You give me my phone and I promise I won't run off.
2: You think I trust you?
6: What, so now you don't trust your husband?
2: Not after you come back saying crazy stuff like that.
6: It's not crazy though, is it? You tell me that this is a spooky place and that people go missing here and then I hear the name of a person who is apparently in Montana whispered in my ear. Todd, please. Or is Matthew in some different place altogether?
2: It's this place. It's got you. It's got us. Don't you see?
6: I heard things.
2: You can read your thoughts and it's playing tricks on us.
6: Maybe. Maybe it is.
2: We have to find a way to get out.
6: You don't want to leave the car.
2: I've changed my mind. Good. Our phones aren't going to last. We have a map. We have a flashlight.
6: We have each other.
2: It's less than half a mile to a better road. Not the main road, but one that may have cars.
6: You're not worried about the branch anymore?
2: Let's just Whoa. Oh, What? What the hell? Oh my god.
8: What what is this? It's shut tight. Get out of the handle, will even move.
6: Oh, Jesus. What's going on? They,
2: it, they think we've been left here for them.
6: Left? What are you talking about? You, you do no more.
2: I do. And I'm sorry. You've got it wrong. This is a mistake. We haven't been left here. Please listen to me.
3: You have to let us go.
6: What's it doing to the car? Please, leave us alone! Stop! What the hell is going on? You better tell me! I...
2: I don't know much. Look, it was a long time ago. About
6: the same time that Matthew left, by any chance?
2: Look, we need to get out of here.
6: Oh, I know that. I would just like to have a bit more information before I try to decide what the hell to do in this damn place with whatever the hell is out there in the woods. All right.
2: All right. It was not long after we met, and I knew I didn't want to be with Matthew anymore. Our relationship had been as good as over for more than two years. Go on. But I didn't know how to leave him. I knew how my family felt about divorce and I knew Matthew wouldn't take it well.
6: So you decided to do away with him?
2: I didn't do away with him.
6: But you brought him here, didn't you?
2: I had to do something. So I thought, I mean, I couldn't come up with a way out. So I remembered the tales and I thought, why not see what could happen?
6: You, You what? You brought him out here and left him? Didn't he wonder why he'd been brought out here in the first place? No. No.
2: He was unconscious. I drugged
6: him. I just... Oh God, I I just can't. I just can't. I don't even know what...
2: I wanted to be with you. I didn't know what else to do. I wanted to have a future with you.
6: There must have been a different way. Okay, Oh, this puts quite a different perspective on things. Jody, this puts a different perspective on everything.
2: I did it to make things easier for us. I... I thought it was the right thing to do.
6: When we were saying our vows, and I half expected Matthew to show up, all the while you knew what had happened? I didn't know what to do. You should have told me!
2: Told you? How could I have told you that... oh, Oh, what? I've just abandoned my husband to be transported to the underworld?
6: Well, maybe we wouldn't be in this mess if you had told me!
2: I never thought I'd be coming down this way again!
6: You know what? I drove down here because I wanted to get home fast. I was fed up hearing about Matthew and how damn great he was! It was like... It was like his voice was in my head! I'm sorry. I've spent so much of our marriage wondering what he was like because of your parents' attitude. If we hadn't gone there tonight, like I said, then we would not be here.
2: You know that, Todd.
6: So what else haven't you told me? What other plans have been tucked away in that organized head of yours?
2: There's nothing else, Todd. You have to believe me. Do
6: do I? Can I believe you? I want to go home can't get out of the car, and I'm currently sitting next to my wife who left her ex to be devoured by trees! We have to get out of here.
8: Yeah, too right. We have to get out of here.
2: I'm gonna smash the window. How? Like this. Shit, my elbow.
6: You'll need more than an elbow, you idiot.
2: Where's that flashlight?
6: Oh, no, no. First, you have to tell me everything you know. Give it here! Not a chance until you explain.
2: Did you turn the key?
6: I never touched it.
2: Are you telling me
6: Yes, yes, I'm telling you the truth, which is more than I can say for you.
2: I said I was sorry.
6: The wheel, the steering wheel won't turn. It won't move. Try reverse. Nothing.
2: Oh no, it's coming again that your door? No. Well, it's not mine. Oh my god. It's in the back seat. Something's in the back
6: seat. I, I... I can't turn my head. I can't either. It's like the things in those woods. Those soft things are wrapping around me. Todd, hold my hand.
8: Hello, Jody. It's nice of you to come back. And this must be Todd. Hello, Todd. It's nice to meet you in person instead of just roaming around your head. I'm Matthew, by the way. Now, let's go on a little trip, shall we? I think it's time we all went home. Journey Home by Daniel Williams. You have been listening to Emily Corgill as Jody and Jake Buckley as Todd. The show was produced and edited by Daniel Williams with sound assistance by Stephen Kautz. Journey Home was recorded at Parallel Studios and is an Albion Media production for Huron City Radio.
1: Oh my god, oh my god. It seems uh, that there, there's some sort of, uh, how can I say it, hole at the bottom of the ship. i managed to strap a plank of wood over it, but uh, uh well, I guess it's time to see what's on in Huron City in the Great area. so coming up this weekend the Crooked Rook will be reviving the almost popular pet karaoke night in its upstairs lounge so if you have a great Dane with a great voice a singing Siamese or a crooning capybara then bring them along with the chance to be crowned pet diva of the week litter trays are provided and please oh my gosh after last time no turkeys Now details are just coming in about this year's annual general meeting of the Huron City Chamber of Commerce and downtown development committees where you, the average Joe Blow and Josephine blow can get to have your say on the future of the city where you live, work and raise your families. All are welcome and as usual, the location of the event will be written in a made up language, placed in a box of steel and soldered shut before being buried 20 feet down in a field by someone hypnotized to have no recollection of where it is. A minibus will be laid on to transport family and close friends of those already on the committees to the buffet-laden event sometime later in the month. Who knows when, except them, as the date is down in that box, too. So, uh, good luck there, peasants. And now it's time to look at the weather down at the bottom of the lake with our underwater weather girl, Wendy Abalone. Wendy?
2: Well, Tom, it's pretty wet down here tonight. Reports are coming in of a collision between several fishing vessels who were fighting over who had the longest wad. Bewail the slowly sinking boats as they descend the depths of Lake Yuan while the lifeless bodies of the truculent fishermen float on the surface to have their eyes pecked by flocks of opportunistic seagulls. In global warming news, you probably want to start bringing buckets and containers to the lakeshore to fill up, as the largest body of fresh water anywhere on the planet is very much descending into the inevitable process of drying up altogether to a story. And finally, the plastic bag saturation ratio currently stands at 4.3 to 9. Whatever the heck that means. Oh, and just now, I twat on something sharp that seems to have punctured my boot and sliced through a couple of toes. Ouch. Back to you, Tom.
1: Ah, thank you, Wendy. Wow, what a wonder. Half halibut, half Home Depot self-service checkout supervisor, part-time. Well, right now it's time to hear once again from tonight's sponsor.
2: It's open week at Lighthouse Charter Schools, so come along and see what we have to offer. Guaranteed less accountability than your stuck-in-the-mud state schools. Assured funneling of students to our sponsor institutions, regardless of suitability of your child's needs. And be comforted that the pampering of parents' egos is at the forefront of our core values. And by values, we mean telling you whatever it is you want to hear about how wonderful you and your offspring are. Lighthouse, where an extra fourth grade class means an extra yacht for us.
1: Oh, and I've been told that I have to inform you that Lighthouse currently has a vacancy for a fictitious grant writer, where your role will be to apply for all kinds of state money for projects that they have no intention of doing after receiving the cash. Just send your resume to Beelzebub, I guess. Now it's that time of the show where we inject a little knowledge through the syringe of learning with wisdom from Professor A.V. Moore of Avon Moore University.
8: Did you know that humankind, like the gods of old, have finally reached out and touched the source of life in our solar system? This last April, the Parker Solar Probe became the first spacecraft to fly through the upper atmosphere of our sun. Due to new heat shielding technologies, the Parker Solar Probe was able to fly close enough to our nearest cosmic neighbour to sample magnetic particles from the sun's corona. This monumental achievement marks the beginning of a new stage in humanity's exploration of the cosmos and could provide answers to some of our most deeply held questions. So I say, stay curious, my friends, and may the shadow of our ignorance forever recede in the light of our insatiable search for knowledge.
1: Well, what do you know? Finally, I'm pretty sure that was a first. Now, listeners, as if you hadn't had enough assorted excitement and dilettante debauchery tonight, here with her second song is Allie Evenson. Oh, my word, the water. I'd I'd been pretending that this wasn't happening. You don't for a big hello for our musical guest, Allie Evenson. Allie, welcome to Huron City Radio. Hi. <laughs> so uh, first up, the name, Allie Evenson. How did you come up with that? Uh, it's an unusual band name.
7: Um, well, believe it or not, it's my birth given name. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's my real name. Actually, my, okay. my full real name is Alexandra.
1: Aha. Uh-huh.
7: I've always, my parents and everyone else have just called me Allie.
1: So it's just you, it, it's it's not a band, it's it's just you.
7: I mean, it's me. I have a band, but um, the music is, I write all the music and it's all mine,
1: so. This makes such so much more sense now. Now, I, I heard a lot of instruments on those records. Did, did you play all those instruments?
7: Um, I played some of them. Most guitars are me, and then my friend Noah, who also plays guitar in my band. Some keys are me, some little effects are me, um, some are my producer, Elise, and my producer, Ben. Pretty much just the guitars and just the vocals is me.
1: What instrument also, Allie, would you like to play that you currently do not know how to play?
7: Probably drums. I, I feel like I could play drums, but I've just, I've never been brave enough to try because I don't like failing at things, so.
1: <laughs> a bit of advice also, maybe try the bagpipes. I noticed a distinct lack of bagpipes on your songs.
7: Yeah, definitely. That would be a really cool instrument to
1: play. Yeah, yeah, work on that. Uh, Now, uh, Allie, how long have you been writing songs?
7: Um, Since I was really young. My dad is also a musician, and he kind of convinced me to start writing songs. Um, And we started writing songs probably when I was like four or five.
1: What was the first song you ever wrote?
7: Oh God, I probably don't remember it, but the one that I can remember the most was about my dog named Chewy, and the song was called Chewy. (laughs) Um, and I think it, it went like, she's my chewy, and I love her so. Yeah, that's pretty much it.
1: That's pretty good. You know what would make that song even better? Bagpipes.
7: Bagpipes. Yeah, for sure.
1: You know, Allie, I've written a lot of songs too. I, I in fact, I had a record out uh, several years ago, Summer of the Penguins, it was called. Maybe you've heard of it?
7: I, I haven't, but I would love to listen.
1: I'll, I'll look it up. It's uh, it, it's a real gem. Now, uh, speaking of songs, is there a TV theme song that you wish you had written?
7: Yeah, actually. Um, if you I don't know if you've heard of the show Succession. It's pretty popular right now. But the theme song is so good. <laughs> like, every time it comes on, I'm like, damn, this is so cool.
1: <laughs> Which of your favorite shows would you like to write a theme song for?
7: Probably the show Fleabag. It's one of my favorite shows. And I feel like there's a lot of yearning in the show. And I feel like my songs... Kind of induce a feeling of yearning, so I feel like I could, I could knock that one out of the park.
1: All right, very good. Well, Allie, you know our, our listeners want to know all sorts of things about our guests, so uh, of, let's just get into it. Of all the venues that you've played, which one had the best bathrooms?
7: Um, well, there's a there's a venue in Detroit called L Club. Uh, the bathrooms are awesome. There's these crazy like monsters and like evil things painted on the wall, but there's, like, black lights in the bathroom. It's so cool. But, yeah, that's, like, definitely the one that comes to mind first.
1: All right. Which fictional city or country would you most like to perform a concert in?
7: Um, Probably Gotham City.
1: Yeah. I feel like
7: it's it's very dark and and spooky there. It'd be cool.
1: I've always fancied ripping up a hot uh, set at at Al's Diner from Happy Days.
7: Oh, yeah? Yeah, that would be sick. I would also like, well, I guess Twin Peaks, is Twin Peaks a real? I don't think so. What I think it's based it? on... Then, then Twin Peaks, too. Yeah.
1: Perfect. Oh, that would be very cool. Now, Allie, if you had to play a concert through an oncoming plague, which would you choose? Frogs, locusts, or fish flies?
7: Uh, probably frogs. Oh. Frogs are cute.
1: Oh, where's frog? frogs I
7: frogs? I think frogs out of all of those insects, or I mean, the other ones were insects, but frogs are amphibians, but mm-hmm. they're cute mm-hmm. to me. I think frogs are cute. So I would play a show if there was too many frogs
1: <laughs> why is choice why is choice also how many uh, how many coney dogs could you eat in a 20 minute span
7: I, I don't I'm vegetarian so there would have to be veggie dogs um, but probably like four four or five I don't have like a giant stomach I don't think I could I would I would get sick after a while
1: all right maybe we can set something up and, and see how many uh, you could you can actually uh, put away this is the kind of things our listeners care about you know
7: I, I like these things <laughs>
1: Now, so we've determined that your your band name is not Allie Evenson, it's actually your birth name, your given name, Evenson, which reminds me of the word Evensong, the beautiful church service held as the sun goes down. I remember back in, uh, gosh, was it 78, I think, I lived in London at the time, sneaking into St. Paul's Cathedral to hear the choir singing their ecclesiastical twilight refrains as I sat in the whispering gallery, smoking my pipe and dreaming of the ocean until... Well, until that one fateful evening, I fell asleep. It would have started the second great fire of London had it not been for the quick thinking of those errant choir boys and the chalice of altar wine. You ever have any near-disaster experiences like that yourself in a 17th century European cathedral, alley?
7: I wish, honestly. That would be very cool. I, I haven't been in a lot of cool cathedrals. I feel like I would need to go to Europe for that.
1: What about a near disaster? You ever almost burn something down during a show?
7: Not during a show. I almost burnt down my apartment last year during uh, Thanksgiving trying to make food. So that sounds was, that was bad. <laughs>
1: we'll we'll save that story for the next time, Ali. It's been a delight having you on. If any of our listeners out there have time on their hands and would like to find your music, how can they discover you?
7: Um, on Spotify, on Apple Music, on any music streaming service available. Um, but you can also find me on social media, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, TikTok.
1: Uh, see everything online that's that's out of my jurisdiction i'm afraid anyway ali i'd like to thank you very much for coming on the midnight hour and if you could could you please leave our listeners with a a word of wisdom
7: yeah um i don't know if you're if you're a musician and you're scared to release something because you're scared it might be too vulnerable or too emotional just do it just do it anyway because you don't know who it's gonna speak to so
1: you know, just you do trademark, it. Just trade trademark that, somebody might <laughs> just, use that in an ad campaign it. someday. All right, thank you very much. Bye now, Allie.
7: Bye, thank you.
1: Now see, there's a nice young person. And maybe the future isn't all doom and ruin. Perhaps there will be more than just a blasted hellscape of icy despair and suffering. Maybe there's hope after all. Speaking of which, I- I'm hoping this water isn't gonna get much higher. I'm sorry, what's that, Eric? You think the ship may be sinking? No. It's... Where do I think the water's coming from? Well, let me, uh, let me wade over here and take a look. Oh, bless my cotton cupcakes! We look at that. It uh, does seem to be. Well, uh, huh? Where's that wireless headset? Uh. All right. Let me just get up. Uh, Now, here we are, yes, yes, and as uh, the water comes up to my chair seat, let me just announce the the competition winner from last week's competition, and the winner is uh, Mr. Laz, R. us, of Seventh and Eternity, with his correct response of, no, it wasn't me, it was the others. Please, I only did what they told me to do. So well done to him. And now as the water rises and I... uh, climb up onto my desk where I can touch the skylight while simultaneously dipping a hand into my pocket to get ready for Ah, that's right. It's that time where my soul is bared and and hopefully not submerged as I present Tom's Poetry Pocket. What's this say here? Dear Mr. Baba Jaxi Here at Silver Sun I'd like to Thank you for your interest in our Neptune and Pluto. Sorry, but too late. Bum-tidum. The rocket has already left. Good luck on the little gray planet. Oh, no, that's not it. The other side. Here we are. Night Journey. I have heard you singing, filling the dark night with gifts. I have seen you waiting, feeding the lost stars your heart. I have known you, watching, hoping for all that is true. And the sky will open, and the blue rain cool your skin. The day will come soon, and the soft winds let you in. I have felt you aching, reading the heavens a tale. I have met you, searching, Reaching away with your hands, I have held you crying, tears of relief evermore. (sighs) Well, more poetry pocket next week. Ugh uh, and while I climb through this uh, skylight as the waters rise faster than seagulls chased by a bulldog, and trying to keep my message going out to the world, oh my word! If I can just just open this, uh, open this skylight. Well, the water is really picking up. Uh, you've been listening to the Midnight Hour with me, Tom Bobajowski here on here on City Radio.
3: Ah, ah,
1: there. Cool. Oh, as usual, thank you to Wendy Avalone and her underwater weather report, and to Professor A.V. Moore for his words of wisdom, and also to our phone-in guests, although tonight's phone-in was totally marred by all those other crazy people who were not talking about bucket lists. Where did they all come from anyway, huh? On a brighter note, a special thank you to our musical guest, Allie Evenson, and for playing us her delightful tunes. Now, you think I can fit through here? Oh man, now I'm on top of the boat. Fuck my old boots, we are sinking faster than a proverbial stone. Well, sort of. Too fast for my liking, that's for sure. Now, where was I? Oh, that's right, so, Uh, No thanks to tonight's sponsor, Lighthouse Charter Schools. just glad some of your money has come to us. We may need it too. Whoa! I'm not sure where this little gray ship is going to end up. Oh my god, I'm having to climb up the broadcasting mast now. Oh, geez. Oh, it's just endless glass in every direction. Dark, dark water everywhere. Eric? Eric, are you still there? Yes, I'm holding on to the broadcasting mask. I don't have time to worry about whether it impairs the quality of the sound, for fuck's sake. Uh, This is Tom Bobajowski. Water is nearly at my feet now. Uh, Tune in. Please tune in again, dear listeners. Oh man, that water's so cold on my toes. Eric, Eric, can you still hear me? You have been listening to The Midnight Hour on Huron City Radio with Tom Babajomsky. You've heard the voices of me, Tom Babajomsky, Jake Buckley, Emily Coggle, Anson Pavlov, Leah Gray, Marty Garavaglia, Aisha Kandisha, Rachel Kearney, and Paul Miller. Tom's Top Tips jingle was sung by Giovanna Greco. Thanks also to our special musical guest, Allie Evenson. The show was created by Daniel Williams and was written by Daniel Williams and Jake Buckley, with additional material from Tom Babajomsky and Jamie Leslie. Production and editing are by Daniel Williams. The Midnight Hour is recorded at Parallel Studios and is a Huron City radio show for Albion Media.